Welcome back to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And on this episode, we're going to talk about social media, well, media in general, and its influence. Um, it's kind of a part two of last week's conversation. So if you hadn't been here last week, uh, definitely recommend going back and listening to that. But uh, I think we're going to get into it. Anything you want to shout out before we, we jump into this subject? No, just to give last week's episode a listen, but to briefly encapsulate it, we talked about the varying programs that have presented over the years and what's been successful for us, successful and unsuccessful, the things that we've tried over time and how society kind of interacts with them. So now we're going to kind of broaden that out and talk about the larger things at play. So I think my first experience with, any like kind of media around diet fatting and again not to use that term i don't there's definitely a better term but i escapes me at the moment uh that i think my first experience was definitely like the jenny craig on right uh, on uh tv like that was like a jenny craig ad watching watching like, i don't even know what i was watching at the time i'm sure it was some kids show <laughs> What do you, what was your first interaction? What do you remember first? Oh, what do I, first, I don't know. There's a few things that happened all at once, but I remember Suzanne Summers pumping that thigh master. Oh yeah. yeah. And you know, those sorts of things. And there was a, like an ab roller ad that I remember them trying to sell. Uh, like, do, you, do, you do you remember the, the ab roller? roller? The, the ball in the middle and it. Yeah. yeah, my, yeah. my parents bought one of those. It worked. Like it was definitely an ab workout, but so do sit ups. Um, yeah, I remember those. And then too, in yeah. terms of pure weight loss, I remember the Slim Fast and Weight Watchers, of course. I remember, I think, I, I hope I'm not misremembering this, but I feel like Oprah had a partnership with the Weight Watchers early in the 90s. Yes, I do. I remember Oprah having some Weight Watcher thing. I, I think it was Weight Watchers. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it was Weight Watchers. I think it was. Um, but I do remember Oprah having a whole, whole thing. Um, and I was like, Oprah approved and all that right. stuff. Which goes to show, like, so we're talking about media and its influence. Oprah is, I think, a great place to start because through the 90s and the early part of the 2000s, from the 80s right to the early 2000s, she was so famous and she was so famously struggling with her weight. Mm-hmm. And it fluctuated so much that she was like this icon for women who's like, wow, she's, she struggles with the same things I do. And she was very open about it. And, you know, she'd lose weight and she'd partner with, with Weight Watchers. She'd lose weight. I think she may have even partnered with Jenny Craig at one point. Maybe like, I'd have to go back and check this. Please. Oprah, don't sue me for being wrong about this. (laughs) Am I wrong? Because Oprah obviously listens to our show. She's going to have us on all all of the celebrities. (laughs) She's actually going to sign us on her, on her network. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) That network still exists. Harpo, doesn't it? I thought it was own the own. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The own network. (laughs) Harpo Studios was the. Anyway, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Don't sue me, Oprah. I love you. Um, but she was so famously struggling with it, and I remember my mom saying one day, um, this is at the height when she was launching the magazine and came out that she had her own chef and she had him on the show. He was this like good-looking chap, um. Or he was her trainer, and then there's this woman, Rosie something, yeah. who ended up with her own magazine, um, and she was her personal chef, and all of these things. So this is a woman who had literally had every advantage 
personal chef, somebody to help her train, the money to deal with it all. And she still struggled with it. And it's like, wow, this must be something bigger, so to speak, than simple like diet and exercise, diet and exercise, because this is like... Yeah, right? Yeah, I... To me, I remember, yeah, Jenny Craig was big, and I remember Oprah being... The, the I remember seeing Oprah fluctuating in and out of being skinny, being big. Um, and I never really clued into it as a, when I was a kid that no. seeing that um, until probably high school when you start really thinking about that kind of thing. Right. But uh, I remember, I do remember the, the ab thing. Do you remember the ab thing where it was like a roller and you sat in, your, sat in, laid in it. And it basically just did crunches for you. I don't, I do vaguely remember that now that you say it, but the one that that jogs my memory of is the thing that you put on your belly and it would just vibrate for you. And that was the work. You just wear this 20 minutes a day. And I just, it's like one, where am I putting that Two, Are we really trying that hard (laughs) to do no work? Yes. Yes, we are. Yeah, and that kind of takes us into that the media subject, right? Is like uh, infomercials were back in the the 90s were and early 2000s were infamous for weight loss things. Yeah. Every not everything you could think of to to help you lose weight without working out. Well, they say that sex sells, but I actually think it's that uh weight loss sells probably even better than sex and maybe that's because it may lead to sex, but um <laughs> But it just like, it's so, where everybody who struggles with it, which is a lot of people, because whether you're actually struggling with it or it's a mental struggle because you feel like you're struggling with right. it, it's something that is so sought after for the last hundred or so years or more, really since the onset of television and print ads and all of the mass media. Yeah. And this is filtered this way all the way up to do the infomer- the infomercials of 1990 infomercials of 1995 or the tiktoks of today that's true yeah and i think people i mean there, there's a whole lot of other stuff with social media but i, I don't people are always like oh these kids these days it's the social media it's social media but really it's been like you said it's been like this since you know print ads have been a thing and body image is all like the what people are looking for in the like perfect body image has changed throughout that time. And it's always kind of this weird fluctuation of what's been looked at. Well, in the depression era, it was people who had a little, were a little bit thicker, had a little bit of extra weight on were considered to be more beautiful because it meant they had money because they were eating. (laughs) And so it's like, Ooh, you're attractive to me because you know how to have money. (laughs) Well, and then it was like skinny and like completely flat skinny. Yeah. Uh, And then you get into like the Marilyn Monroe era where it's like, you know, big curves, curves, big booty, big. Yeah. But not even really big. No, not, not big booty as compared to today, but yeah, uh, a little bit more. And yeah, it was, yeah, that just, the weird, the social media or media in general, I keep saying social media, but media in general is just an influence of influences that quite a bit. Right. Yeah. And and it's hard to know what comes first, the chicken or the egg. And this is getting to be a very like philosophical or sociological conversation, <laughs> true. but like what is going on in the world to make the ideal 
X. So in the, you know, in the fifties when Marilyn Monroe came on the scene, this is that post-war things were pretty good. I mean, unless you're a woman or a, a <laughs> person of color, um, <laughs> Or a veteran? <laughs> or, well, no, the 50s were pretty good for veterans. Uh, as long as they survived. Because, like, especially, you know, you look at Canada, they had all these, it was a very um, affluent time. They had built all That's these true. war houses for all the veterans coming back in Canada. So people had homes. It was easy to get in the middle class, middle income job. And that meant something. So you'd work, you know, yeah. and you'd have money and, like, you'd have a wife at home and a couple of kids. And, like, it was a pretty, like, good time for people some people <laughs> it was a pretty right. bad time for some people too but that's a different topic but for your like yeah you're you're white male yeah. white cis male <laughs> yeah you're white cis male or you're white cis female if you're into the cooking and the cleaning and that's the, true, you know and you had a good husband who actually like was fun to spend time with and you know the ideal right <laughs> um it was an affluent time because it didn't take a ton of money. And if you had a house, you really had a lot going for you. And that's when like your ideal woman all of a sudden is that slim trim, keep yourself perfect. So you're perfect for your man and pearls and vacuuming that, that June Cleaver ideal. And then you move into the sixties where it's kind of more of that mod, but it's still very skinny. Yeah. Um, music and the music. You think how music is changing over time too, and then you get into the late sixties where there's like just massive change. Yeah, it was huge. The yeah, the mid to late sixties into the seventies. Yeah, there was a huge change in huge sociological everything. change. But then when you see that reflected, that still is a very thin ideal. Even though there was were far less bras. Yes. Um, <laughs> but as time goes on. There and things seem to be the ideal right up through, yeah. And I mean, even today, we look at when you look at uh, what most people would consider ideal, it's still thin, uh, curvy. But I think we are in a day and age where it's more accept, we're more accepting of different uh, body shapes and sizes and all that stuff. But I think. We still, there's still in the media, in in media itself. I think there is still a point of contentious where everyone believes that you should be thin and all that stuff, right? Well, I don't, you know, I don't know. <laughs> like everything right now, everybody pays lip service to all bodies, and yes. you'd almost get to say, you know, thin is in would be, you'd be be slaughtered on social media, <laughs> but it's represented in the minds of people, but people aren't saying it because, and then there's that we've talked about this before that whole, um, somebody you've got to be yourself and we've got to not be fat phobic and all of this stuff. But if somebody says, well, I'm concerned about somebody's health, which is a bit of a dog whistle, but just the same, um, is something that somebody says, they're like, no, you're just fat phobic. And it's like, well, does it yeah. does everybody have to be so antagonistic about everything? Can we not just have a discussion or actually maybe don't? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, there's definitely a point of that too, right? Is people being argumentative in general, just always, then it's really kind of a rough time right now. Uh, yeah. I think when it, we're going back to, you know, those to diets and those kind of things, I think, 
that before it was prevalent and it was on in TV and it was in movies and uh, written media. And I think that was like pretty poignant and where it's at. And it was in your face then. And I think the only reason why people really push it in social media now is because we have our phones in our hands and people are online 24 seven, 365 constantly looking at social media, constantly being bombarded with this kind of, with that kind of rhetoric. Um, and in the age of TikTok with 30 second videos and mass ad integration of people that that kind of comes up too, right? Um, especially with like algorithms and stuff, algorithms are pretty, are, are kind of really smart nowadays to be very poignant on what you're seeing. Yeah, or on point even. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I was thinking about what you're saying as you're saying it, but I almost want, I, it caused me to have a completely separate thought about <laughs> how influenced are we as individuals and as a society by what is being portrayed for a level of attractiveness, because I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but you ever see like an incredibly like movie star, good looking guy with a kind of an average, maybe slightly overweight woman be like, how did they end up together or vice versa? Like a really hot, like good looking woman tradition, you know, classically hot woman with a like so, so dorky guy. And you end yeah. up like, like why? And d- does it make you want, and I mean, obviously physical attraction is not the be all and end all, right. but like, do you ever think that, how we're programmed goes beyond what we're seeing in social media yeah. and media or is it uh, deeper or I mean I think the media and social media programs us to think that way though I don't think it's nec- I don't I don't think and it's that's it's hard to say which one comes first but I think realistically I think we we see what is I what is con- the media considers ideal <laughs> and that is drives us subconsciously to think those things Right. And, it, and then it's a it, it's a comedy trope. Right. It's in comedy right. movies all the time. It's the, the goofy fat guy uh, who never got the girl all of a sudden gets the super hot supermodel attractive girl. Right. Right. Like that's the, the comedy trope, the romantic comedies, the all that stuff. Right. So I think that subconsciously drives us. I don't think I don't know if intrinsically we are are. Think that way. Or intrinsically, or what are our level of attraction? So I dated a guy once who was attracted to bigger women. Like that was his type, but he was almost embarrassed by it mm-hmm. because he he didn't want his friend, his your friend, you don't want the social outcast of that style. Yeah, 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 and it's like, but that's who you're attracted to. So yeah, I mean, and that's yeah, the the social society kind of dictates that as well, right? Like, you know, your friends are. Uh, Oh, why are you with her? She's so dumb. Or why are you with, you know, him? He's, you know. Yeah. That definitely. That, but again, I think that all goes back to. Well, I don't actually think people often would question if somebody was really hot, but kind of dumb. I don't think very many men would say, wow, why are you with her? She's so dumb because they'd see that he was with her because she's really hot. Uh, I would beg to differ. Okay. It, it definitely happens. Um, it, it, it wouldn't happen in a, a social setting where it, it would be a close knit group of right. like you, you, your guy friends 
it would not be in out in the open and everyone would be making fun. It would be like the the inner circle of right. anime that would be like, you know, she's super dumb. Like <laughs> Would you actually say that to one of your guy friends? Yeah, yeah no, we, we've there's definitely I've definitely had conversations with guy friends about that. How do they respond? Does it change their what they're doing? I mean, no. That no. that's just the, the guy friend thing. It's just you just you're making fun of each other no matter what. Right? Okay. It's it's just you know your the, girlfriend's so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> I I, like I don't her. have a finisher. Yeah. I I have dated a few dumb people in my my day. <laughs> not not to say they weren't the nicest people in the world, but they were definitely not. Name them. Yes. Let me let me drop all of the names. Are they <laughs> listening today? Probably not. <laughs> Are they still obsessed with you? I doubt it. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, but I think that that our social groups definitely drive that as well. For sure, like who we hang out with, who we who we put around us, right? Um, for sure, that that affects what people think. The what you're doing, even right? right. If you have a group of people around you that smoke, then you probably are more apt to be a smoker. Yeah, as a person who has never been a smoker and hung out with a bunch of smokers for a while, every time they'd all get up to leave the table to go have a cigarette. It'd be like me and one other person stuck at the table while they're right. all out partying and having a good time. I'm outside. I started going out with them just so I wasn't stuck alone. Yeah, no, I I didn't start smoking, but I found in my time like smoking, I smoked once or twice, a few times, uh, that it was a social thing. It was to be around the other people and it almost was the mass equalizer. Because when you were in the smoking area, everyone was equal and no one, and it was almost like a networking thing at times. Yeah, absolutely. Even if it didn't work, yeah. Absolutely. And so I think, I think that kind of drives it too, right? Is you, to be wanting to be accepted into, into groups of people um, and then wanting to keep that group of people. Typically, you, you will adjust your thoughts and, um, unfortunately, in today's day and age, it's this a little bit different where you, you can say something outright outlandish and i'm sure you'll find a group of people that will accept that outlandish statement <laughs> yep that's kind of the the uh alternate side of social media right is the the outlandish side the the far extremes are way more prevalent and you can find a group that i believe in those create those way extremes versus back in the day where i think people were more reined in because there was less access to the extremes. Yeah. So back to the kind of, yeah, I totally agree. There's just, you can always find somebody to support what you say. Um, even if it's wild, um, (laughs) back to kind of the topic at hand. Do you think that, um, where do you think it's going? Where do you think, uh, the media influence on beauty is going? Where do you think that beauty ideal is going to come from? I mean, uh, it's going to come from whatever drives the, it's going to come from whatever drives the economy, right? That's kind of how, when, when you look at, like you've talked about before, it's what, uh, back in what the beauty standard has changed because it kind of is what drives the economy. Um, so it honestly depends on where you think the next economy is going to come from. Mm. Um, 
So you think like uh, one of the big factors right now is um, Ozempic is making a lot of people thinner than they had been in a long time. And that means a lot of those diet industry places are struggling because they don't have the right. cash that they once did. C-A-C-H-E, not C-A-S-H, but also the second. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's a kind of a big deal for that industry. Like it could be mean the implosion of that industry. And you almost wonder where the diet and exercise world goes next. Yeah. I mean, I think it, if you look at trends and where we're headed, I think the diet industry will still succeed. I think they will move into supplements. I think that's, a, I think that's already been a, a kind of a thing. That's, yeah, I've been but a I, th- thing. I think it's, it's going to be more and more prevalent um, is supplement diets and mm. um, a little bit more pill esque formed more fads and less structured, like the, yes. not the traditional because you know, for all its foibles, Weight Watchers and Simply for Life and all those are pretty legitimate. Yeah, I mean, they and all, that they're like, all based on calories in, calories out, like pretty. Yeah, they all have the yeah, they all have the same kind of base structure of them. Yeah, uh, where I think yeah, I think with the Ozempic and whatever the other ones are all the same kind of the the fake brands are called not fake brands, but. Deeper brands, I guess not, not no name brands. That's the one. <laughs> um, I think those are definitely driving the economy right now. And I think supplements will be the next thing because it, for some people jabbing themselves with a needle once every day or two days is just not a well, moreover, just as in some cases, it makes you feel sick all the time. That too. I think that'll drive people to and shit your pants. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, I've heard that's pretty bad. Uh, I think that'll drive people to pills and I think pills are easily marketable. And I think the, the market, that's kind of what you have to look at is what is marketable. I mean, we've kind of already been there too. If you look at yeah. the Excedrin phase of the seventies and eighties where they literally were prescribing speed, right? Which was <laughs> not the best, but of course it caused you to really lose weight because you're on speed. Yeah. So I think, I think we're going to get into an era coming up where it is advertised 30 second intervals of advertised on wherever they can get their it on. I think we're going to go in shorter ads for sure, but I think it will be uh, this quick fix supplement pill that replaces your breakfast or your mm. take this instead of your lunch. Mm, I know. I, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Like almost, I almost feature uh science fiction, future, like yes. take this, capsule <laughs> whether whether it's true and works or not that is a whole other story but i think that's i think that's where we're headed ai has produced this pill for your breakfast <laughs> probably already has <laughs> i think on that note yeah that's that wraps us up interesting little subject i yeah. enjoyed it yeah, um but where can people find you on the internet uh, they can find me at fat Halen on tiktok at kate and isaiah living large on facebook at kated on instagram and at the Kaylin dean on twitter and how about yourself and i will be at maritime brews and all the social medias and hopefully by this episode time this episode comes out we'll have our third mic but uh if you want to keep supporting us uh and towards getting better equipment better things uh we'll keep the buy me a coffee going uh you can definitely drop that in there um and definitely check us out on youtube and hit that like share subscribe button it does go a long way uh 
But until next week, thanks for listening and bye. Yeah. Bye.